Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this. This place doesn't look like the pictures. Is there a door behind all those spiders? It's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation. This is perfect. Relax, you booked a Verbo. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. I am Ben Kissel, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. Hey, Fernando and Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. How y'all doing today, boys? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Well, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> I'm inspired. That's great. We have a fantastic episode for you all today. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. And thank you for the great response, mm-hmm. uh, as it is an honor to bring you the news as we see it from an American perspective, especially as things continue to heat up with Russia and Ukraine. A lot of the people that are talking about how we should react towards Russia and Ukraine, well, we know for a fact that they're half crazy. So let's half, take half, half, half crazy. You giving them May- only half? Maybe all crazy, I don't know, but it's always important, including with this show, take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Put your mm-hmm. put your uh, skeptics cap on mm. and try to figure out the truth the best that you possibly can, because the lies that fly at us are just unbelievable. I want to play this one clip to start off with because we're going to focus on American media today and how they have been covering what's going on uh, with foreign policy. This is a clip from Roger Stone. Now, he was hmm. at a QAnon conference. I believe it was this just called a QAnon conference, Travis. Oh, I have no idea. I can check our sources. This may have been an AFPAC thing. Not quite certain. But either way, there's a large group of people, and they can't wait to hear what Roger Stone has to say when it comes to getting Donald Trump back in power. Again, check out the good liars. They have done a great job of reporting from the ground when it comes to people who are in many ways, mentally ill, who truly believe that Donald Trump is going to be reinstalled as the American president. It's simply not happening unless, of course, he does manage to win a free and fair election in 2024. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Burn it when we get to it. All right. (laughs) Uh, Folks, that's a felony, folks. (laughs) Let's play Roger Stone talking about Stone's plan to restore Trump to the White House. And why does this matter? Because currently, as we're seeing with what's going on domestically, when it comes to inflation, when it comes to gas prices, pain at the pump, and of course, foreign policy, when it comes to Russia and Ukraine specifically, there's a lot of people on the right now blaming Biden wholeheartedly for all of these Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Now, inflation, this is something a little bit different. And of course, the blame for inflation will always fall on the shoulders of the sitting president. However, I don't think it's fair to blame this administration for the uh, strength that Putin felt he had, strong enough, as a matter of fact, 
to invade Ukraine because they, I don't know, broke a promise they made in 2014. Mm. So let's play Roger Stone talking to this conference about how Trump is going to get back into power and then theoretically the world will be at peace. Miracle number five. Miracle number five. Is the restoration of Donald Trump to the White House (laughs) before 2024. Before? What is he talking about? (laughs) Now that got a standing ovation. Go on, Roger. You know we're going to stay in innovation because all the bald heads, all the lights reflecting off the bald heads. It didn't happen. There are a number of people out there who would like to see this, but they they don't have the 40 years perspective on American politics that I have. It is not going to happen because of a court. There is no court that will hear our case. It is not going to happen because of a legislative body. There is no legislative or regulatory body at the state or federal level. Okay. Who will hear the massive case of fraud and irregularities mm. and anomalies that existed in the last election? That's not true. Here's how it will happen. Okay. <laughs> we are going to retake the House of Representatives. Whoa! We are going right. to send some America first candidates like Jackson Lawmeyer to the U.S. Senate. Then the Maybe House this is a rally Republicans back. are going to make Donald Trump speaker. Whoa! What? Joe Biden will be removed by the 25th Amendment because he is non-compass <laughs> We will impeach Vice President Harris and Donald Trump will be restored. Whoa! What a plan. Again, the crowd goes wild for <sighs> Roger Stone, a man who looks like he slept on a brick for his entire life because there's no back to his head. <laughs> right, it's yes. very flat. No idea why. We'll never know head. the we'll never know the answer to that. Oh my goodness. The irony is he wants to impeach theoretically President Kamala Harris at this time, which of course has been a talking point for the Republicans being uh, who disagree with, of course, the two impeachments that Donald Trump went through. What do you guys think this does now when it comes to rationalizing what we're seeing with foreign affairs and when it comes to people like Lindsey Graham, ham and biscuits, y'all, ladybugs, who has said once again he wishes Putin was dead, and I actually tend to agree with him. Not tend to, I do agree with him. Mm -hmm. It'll be a great day when Putin is dead. We have that wing of the Republican Party, and now we have the other wing of the Republican Party, led by people like Roger Stone, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Berbert, Berbert, who are saying that now this conflict is Putin's fault, and they believe that Trump would be the only one to solve it, despite the fact that Trump emboldened Putin for the past four years, mm-hmm. puffed up his ego enough where he felt he had enough clout worldwide to invade a freestanding democracy. Who wins this argument, Stone or Lindsay? What do you think, Trev? Oh, good grief. I mean, I don't want to be on either of those guys' side. No, this is American uh, politics. You got you to choose you gotta, between you gotta, who do you want to... Okay, let's just say mm-hmm. you have got to go... Mm, hmm, you're going to a fun sporting event and you have Ooh. to take one person with you. Oh, no. Okay. And then, but the sporting event involves lions and blood. And so you're going to get covered <laughs> in blood with that one person. And perhaps mm-hmm. there's a small riot because there's some hooliganism going on. So, Travis, who do you agree with more, Roger Stone or Lindsey Graham? I mean, this is a lose-lose situation. I, yeah, there's no it's American one here politics, that, buddy. Yeah, I, <laughs> and it makes for strange bedfellows. 
Um, but considering, you know, I've already uh, gone to arenas and uh, the RNC and things <laughs> like that with Roger Stone, and he was at least pleasant company back then. I think he's changed a little bit since well, 20, um, whenever. Ever, it seems like ever since the FBI knocked down his door and arrested him in his skippies, it seems <laughs> as if he's become slightly more radicalized, uh, as you yeah. can imagine that would happen to a person. And now this sure. almost seems much like Putin. This is these old, this is this old, old people. People are in like their final throes of power, and it seems like they're throwing a fit on the way out the door. Right. Well, and also, if if we could just uh, analyze Roger's answer, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. A, a couple of things. First of all, 2022, he emphasizes they have to take back the House. So that that right. is a key thing that needs to happen for his plan to even continue from there. Um, I don't know how... For the 25th Amendment to take place, you need members of the cabinet to initiate it. So I don't Mm. know how Joe Biden's other cabinet members basically decide that Joe is too crazy and then appoint uh, Kamala from there. It's just there's a lot of flaws in place. Also, how does Donald Trump get appointed to be Speaker of the House if he's not already a sitting congressperson? (laughs) There's a lot of questions here. And then, you know, in Lindsey's plan, he just wants someone to get in there. And put a big old bullet in him. Mm. Absolutely, okay. he does. I okay. I have to have to commend Roger Stone because this is probably the first time I've seen. It, it may not be a coherent plan, but it's a plan. It is a plan. It's, isn't a, it? it's a it's a A to B to C to D. So I know what he wants, and I know what his end goal is. I have so much respect for someone with a plan. Is it a stupid plan? Absolutely. Is hmm. there flaws in it? Absolutely. But yeah. the guy. He, he's doing his homework. He's got drafts. I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of the problem. A lot of people are doing a lot of homework and it's making them a lot of home dumb. But mm. what, what I'm, I would love to see just a slap fight between Roger Stone and Lindsey Graham. Just, just <laughs> now slap fight. Lindsey wins, uh, but regular, you know, I could see, you know, that what is it like the leg fighting where you both lay on your backs and you put your legs up right, and you then do you the, try oh, to do the leg alligator. Let's call it the alligator. Mm -hmm. I could see Stone doing quite well with that because, again, uh, he is so cozy there lying on the back of his weird flat head. So (laughs) this is just one of those interesting conundrums that we're in now. And there are so many people that praised Putin throughout the Trump administration and before who are now kind of being forced to uh, eat their own words or at the very least trying to. I don't know. Rearrange the way that they've said things in the past. Mental gymnastics. Yes. Specifically when it comes to Fox News and Tucker Carlson. (laughs) Now, as Travis knows, Roger, I've met Tucker a few times and I've got to say they smell pretty good, to be fair. Stone, I could see Stone smelling pretty. Got a lot of cologne on. Hey, smells nice. Dress is nice. Dress is nice. So Tucker Carlson has recently gone under fire because there was the uh, Lavrov, right? Now, he's the lap dog for Vladimir Putin. He was just on RT, Russian television, which we also have some friends uh, that perform on that network. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? Take money wherever you can get it. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. Lavrov recently just said we have a clip of him saying that... uh, Fox News is the only fair coverage in America when it comes to Putin and Ukraine, which if you are Fox News, you would say, this sucks. That is like (laughs) 
you know, that is like if I don't even know that would be like if Ron Jeremy is like last podcast just makes me laugh. I'd be like, Ron, not now. Get out of here. You're in prison. You're crazy, dude. Like sometimes an endorsement isn't always great. There's an anti endorsement endorsement. I've always said if anybody runs for office that I know and love, I will actively campaign for their opponent and I will cost their opponent at least five percentage points. Hmm. <laughs> The lesser of two evils is an important concept. Absolutely. Sergey Lavrov, this is what he had to say when it comes to praising Fox News' coverage. And I want to hear your thoughts on this as people sit at home. In any other world, if you told me one news network is pro-Putin, pro-communist, pro-dictatorship, <laughs> I just don't even know which. I guess I would probably say like none of them. But uh, now that certainly isn't the case. So let's play Sergey Sergey Lavrov talking <laughs> to Russian television. I can't believe he went all the way to RT. How brave! <laughs> no. How brave! So we we know the manners and the tricks which are being used uh, by the Western countries to manipulate media. We we understood long ago that there is no such thing as an independent Western media. Uh, if you take the United States, only Fox News is trying to present some alternative uh, point of view. Uh, yeah! If you're Fox News, you're like, y'all right, yeah! yeah this is awesome, man! endorsement! Whoa, the Russian foreign minister loves our content! You I, know you're I doing... Also, I think Greg Gottfeld's show, very funny. Very, <laughs> very funny, funny jokes. Love Tyrus. Be scary. <laughs> very good. Oh, no. Tyrus, sure, absolutely. Of course, Cat Temp, the star of that program, and a good friend of ours. <laughs> What in the world is going on? Can somebody, like, if you just woke up from a coma, mm. first of all, you'd be like, you missed four fucking years, bro. Like, you missed, yeah. like, five years, actually, now. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the person in the coma, honestly. Let's say you go into a coma November 7th, 2016, and you're just mm. waking up now, and you're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, what? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Oh, hi. Oh, boy, did I miss anything major? I've been in a coma for <laughs> Five years, wow. Yeah, well, we're uh, we're in another land war in Europe. Oh, oh no. good. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Thank God. So because of the praise from people like Lavrov to Fox News, now Fox News has had to respond a position yeah. again that I don't think anyone thought they were going to be in. But nonetheless, we've shown clips of where Fox people have to not argue, but like kind of go against each other on air mm -hmm. where it's even Brian Kilmeade was like, all right, well, hold on. Rain it in here a little bit on Fox and Friends. It's 6 a.m. You can't be you can't be too <laughs> pre you can't be too pro Putin before 9 a.m. Well, that was the what I did. I did early Fox and Friends early. Mm -hmm. It was three o'clock in the freaking morning Ugh. or three thirty. And I was like, not ready for that. I was like, this is bad. It was way too early. And then I never did that show again because I will <laughs> never, ever wake up that early for any television news channel ever. Unless I'm getting paid a lot of freaking money. And then I'll lie a whole bunch. I don't show up to classes <laughs> at like 7 a.m. When when in college and stuff. Ugh, hated those. Man, sleep in. It saved Seth MacFarlane's life. It's better for 9-11. Michael mm -hmm. Jackson, he was supposed to be in the tower as well in 9-11, but he slept in because of the drugs. Mm. And for oh. me, 9-11, I slept in. And because of that, I missed my class. But I got to see 9-11 on TV live. 
So a lot of people didn't get to see it live like I got to see it, but I did see it. So let's play this clip. Do we have a clip of Tucker Carlson defending himself? Yes. And and, and in Tucker's case, keep in mind, he's responding to a sitting Republican congressman who basically called Tucker's show a organ of Russian disinformation. Ooh, it's the dick. The organ. <laughs> it's got to be. Or the anus. Could be the anus. They're both oh, useful. my goodness. As long as it's not the perineum, we're going to be just fine. The tank. That's, that's where my ladybugs are. Absolutely. We love those. Connect the dots. With a whole, uh, you can <laughs> nice imagine what you sharpie. Uh-huh, Get a in sharpie, there with a sharpie, mm-hmm. a series of other liquids, perhaps. <laughs> this is an example of what we were just talking about when it comes to 2022. Obviously, you know we're focusing on the Republicans right now. There's certainly some issues within the Democratic Party. Absolutely, I, I think that we can, we which we have discussed, of course. But this is just so fascinating to see the. Um, uh, anti-interventionalist wing of the Republican Party now at odds with more of an interventionalist attitude. Although, again, I am a not a war hawk. I'm not an interventionalist, um, but I do believe we need to stand up uh, to bullies. So these are two very, very different things. The invasion of Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my goodness, you know, um, These things did not need to happen. This Mm -hmm. is an entirely different scenario where, again, Vladimir Putin has decided to uh, culminate his seven-year plan to extend the uh, former Soviet Union to its former glory. Good old freaking luck, my friend. Mm. It's not going to happen. So let's play Tucker Carlson, who is now going after a Republican who called again, as Travis just said, Fox News, the organ of Russian disinformation. Let's hear the drip, drip, drip coming from Tucker's mouth. <laughs> Dear God, Ben. McCall is a Republican. He's a it's congressman from Houston. He's one of the leading voices in Washington pushing for war with Russia. We vehemently disagree with his position on that. It seems very obvious that by the end of the conflict that Michael McCall and others are promoting, China will be firmly in charge China. of the world. China. We don't want that at all. On the other hand, we assume that Michael McCall has honest reasons for his views. <laughs> we always a... give people the benefit of the doubt. No, you don't, but Michael Tucker. McCall does not assume the same about us. Oh. In recent days, McCall has told a number of people that this show is an organ of Russian disinformation. <laughs> In other words, not only are we wrong, which is fine, we are disloyal Americans. We're doing the uh, bidding of a foreign power. Uh-huh. That is not fine. That is slander. Unlike Michael McCall, we are only and narrowly interested in the interests of our own country. That would be the United States, where we were born and where we plan to die. We don't care what the Russian government says. We only care what the United States does and what our future looks like, because we have children here. But what's interesting is that McCall's slander against us, Russian disinformation, is also a well-worn Democratic Party talking point. Joe Biden, for example, calls anything he doesn't like Russian disinformation Mm. has for years. As you just heard, that is the very same lie that Biden told about his son's incriminating laptop and many, many other things. Nothing to do with it. We're not talking Uh, Hunter. You have to ask yourself, why are so many Republicans suddenly talking like Joe Biden? And the answer is (laughs) because on the big questions, the questions that matter, they agree with each other. And you should know that. 
fantastic. I, I I'll tell you one thing. It is, it's a rough day when you're like, I'm not an organ of the Russian government. <laughs> I have so much. Please, Travis, go first. Though. I have so much. <laughs> I, I was just, he was all over the board. It's like, this is where we want to <laughs> yes. die. And then we also have kids here. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? The nukes are coming. <laughs> and of course, nukes, uh, something, a word that is slipping off of Putin's tongue ever more as again he gets uh, further and further into what appears to be a massive quagmire uh, i okay so f- three months ago let's go back beep, 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 time warp three months Whoa, ago sergey, i'm fatter i've actually lost 20 pounds since then <laughs> so sergey oh, goes uh, sergey goes on national RT. i'm fitting in three extra larges now mm, I, I, oh. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm i don't know I guess I'm less tan. Continue, Fernando. Three months ago, Sergey Lavrov would have said this. Fox would have been playing this clip everywhere. They would have said, look, we're being praised as independent. We're being sure. praised as nonpartisan. But it's how quickly, you know, how quickly the, the lies come to place. I mean, quickly- sadly, they're being quite partisan and they've chosen Putin. <laughs> well, uh, Tucker Carlson mentioned China. So this is obviously we, we, we make light so we can uh, digest the horrors of the political world that we're currently mm-hmm. living in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Xi Jinping, of course, the president of China, and he will be for the foreseeable future, which makes it so difficult to have foreign policy and to negotiate with these people because they know every four years, at best every eight years, they've got a new leader to deal with in America. That mm. is one of the arguments for totalitarianism. <laughs> but wow. President Biden did speak with Xi Jinping. And he warned, he said, there's going to be some implications and consequences if China provides material support to Russia. Now, Xi Jinping has said that they don't plan on doing so. Uh, He also, Biden also took the time to address U.S. policy on Taiwan. And obviously, as what we what we saw, which isn't really in the news any longer, Mm -hmm. which I I think it should be, is what happened in Hong Kong when China snuffed out those protesters. Mm -hmm. And uh, much like what Vladimir Putin is doing right now, where he's just arresting people at mass and God knows uh, they're being arrested for basically being terrorists in his eyes. So in Russia, I can't even imagine the horrors that they're experiencing right now as they're incarcerated for rightfully opposing this war in Ukraine. When it comes to China and Hong Kong, you know, they don't they don't have a lot of bragging rights when it comes to human rights. <laughs> right, Obviously, right. again, as we saw without with the Olympics, uh, there's a lot of religious minorities, a lot of religious communities, a lot of um, anyone who is an outlier, anyone who isn't in love with the power of Xi is basically on the chopping block. So I do think that this is an important thing for Biden when it comes to diplomacy. It's extremely important that he follows through with any threats. This is what the White House um, call said. So they, they said this is according to the White House. So, again, they say President Biden detailed our efforts to prevent and then respond to the invasion, including by imposing costs on Russia. He described the implications and consequences if China provides material support to Russia as it conducts brutal attacks against Ukrainian cities and civilians. The president underscored his support for a d- diplomatic <laughs> resolution to the crisis. Economically, There's one thing about capitalism, and this is a theory, and I think there's some truth to it as well. There can lead to peace, right? If Mm. we all have economic ties and if everyone's acting almost as a fiduciary, Mm -hmm. where if we benefit, they benefit, I do think that that alleviates war. So when it comes to China, I I really don't think 
they're going to put their balls on the line for someone like Putin. Do you think that there is a obviously this is not a foreign policy mm-hmm. podcast, so I'm not pretending to be an expert on it. Mm-hmm. Just again, from a domestic perspective, it just seems to me like. Do you not want the Marvel Universe? Right. You don't Do want you MCU? not want every export that we have given you? Right. I mean, the Chinese and American cultures have merged in a, in a unique way. And I think there's a lot of beauty to that, to be honest. But when it comes to China, Xi Jinping, I don't think Putin has a lot of time left. America will be here longer than Putin. Mm. And I just don't think it would be in their best interest to side with him or give him weapons. Right. I mean, that's kind of the double dance that they're doing right we've we've covered this in the last few weeks they are are perpetuating a lot of russian propaganda domestically to their own citizens to more or less keep russia as a, a an ally because putin was standing there with xi jinping you know right before all this got kicked in off in the olympics yep <clears throat> the olympics i mean the opening ceremony of the olympics was kind of an opening ceremony for war yo bro is it, dude that is a great wow. sad point because mm-hmm. of course the olympics sport it's supposed to simulate war it's supposed to alleviate war we're supposed to settle things on the uh, on the track court on the track on the so track court, kill each on other. the track right. fields right on, on the on course, the curling yes. fields yeah on the curling field that's right all war should be solved via curling Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, of course, in Ukraine, unfortunately, they're just sweeping up blood, which is oh, so sad. Stop. But when it comes to uh, that exact thing, Travis, isn't it interesting as we were watching the uh, opening ceremonies, opening ceremony, just being like, wow, they're really being pretty heavy handed with this stuff. <laughs> There's a lot mm-hmm. of flags and a lot of, uh, you know. And you saw Putin on the main stage before the invasion night and day. Wow. What a different world that was. And I think that may have been peak power right there. And, of course, Biden opted not to go because they didn't mm. want the optics of Biden also being there. Um, and so, you know, this is, again, this is the the double dance that China is doing because, as we pointed out on this show in the last few weeks as well, uh, China is only engaged in a few hundred billion dollars of trade with Russia. It's mainly the oil and gas. As we know, Russia is just kind of a big gas station uh-huh. uh, for that entire region. Um, but they are over a trillion dollars in trade with the U.S. and the West. So mm. to your point, you're absolutely right. Why would China risk this? There was a lot of um, pontification, though, that what Putin was doing in Ukraine was kind of a, a a precursor to what China was hoping to do with Taiwan. And that, of course, is another issue, including with the the um, imprisonment of many Muslims in mm-hmm. China, the human rights violations. The big the big question is, Taiwan, will China try to take back Taiwan? Interesting. And of course, when it comes to incarceration, again, Brittany Griner, I posted something on Instagram and someone was like, I think their family wants to keep it quiet. And I was like, I don't I think. The more ears, uh, the better, because um, things that are done in the darkness can get pretty freaking brutal. However, Brittany, apparently she is still alive, according Mm. to her family. However, the U.S. embassy has not had a chance to speak with her, which is extremely scary. So at the moment, they estimate roughly Putin has lost uh, around 14,000 soldiers. We're getting a lot of information that his soldiers are extremely dissatisfied with him. And again, I am sure that there are some who are dissatisfied with him. But as we just saw today, Putin had a massive rally and, you know, he can still get people praising his name. There's no denying he Everybody has sick offense there. everywhere. Yeah. And there are, there are no denying. There is no denying uh, that there are many Russian soldiers who are happy to do the bidding for their double nippled God that is Putin. 
<laughs> and the rally was, Fernando, you were watching. It was to celebrate the annexing of Crimea eight back in 2014, ago. right? Yeah, yeah, eight years ago. So, you know, and then uh, the whole thing was, a, it, to me, this might be offensive to some people, but it was just like watching a Trump speech. It was a lot of God. It was a lot of, you know, flag waving. It was constant. He was holding chanting. the Bible upside yeah, down. Too, was, right? <laughs> that's funny. Nobody quoted it upside down. Well, so, it, oh, OK, it is sad when you see people getting corralled for protesting. And uh, yeah, you see some similar glimpses mm-hmm. uh, on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the on the lands, on the on the roads of Russia that we saw here on the on the roads of New York or Washington, D.C., and so on and so forth. So that is always a scary thing when you're like, I think they're talking, I think they're using similar police tactics. Right. That's not a good sign. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. But anyway, let's come back domestically to America and let's come back to our politicians. (laughs) Where do we turn for answers? I can't believe that we live in a world where CPAC is liberal. Now we live right. in a world where CPAC <laughs> is cuck and sus because <laughs> there's a new thing in town called AFPAC. Now, AFPAC, it's a white nationalist conference, um, so don't try the food. It's bland, bland, bland. No right. pepper, no salt. No pepper, no. I'll never, the, my Steamed. my saddest white man moment, I was getting these edibles, right? Full of weed. <laughs> and they were uh, jalapeno. Oh. And it went to Roots, my favorite little weed store out here in LA. And oh, I was yeah. like, Man, I really like the taste of these. Um, I like the weed. They're a little spicy. <laughs> They're a little spicy. They're a little spicy. Oh, do you guys boy. have like a? Do you have like a mayo? It's <laughs> like a mayonnaise flavor. Mayonnaise, <laughs> like, sir, you are you are too cracker to be here. And I was like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know. Lick some peanut butter. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So let's play this woman. Now her name is Janice McGeechin. We talked about this before, but we didn't go into too much detail about she it. She is the right, Idaho. Well, go on. Marjorie Taylor Greene had made an appearance uh, at this thing. At and, and I believe Paul Gosar did too. Mm-hmm. And there was this big hullabaloo because everyone was like, it's a white nationalist event. You probably shouldn't go there. And then they still did. No, man, it's fine. I'm white. I'm an American <laughs> nationalist. I love I'm a America. white nationalist. <laughs> what, what's the problem? <laughs> okay, great. Get over there. <laughs> The reason this matters is because this is Idaho's lieutenant governor. This mm. is the second. This, mm. the, if, the, if the governor goes down in Idaho after hawking down too many stakes, <laughs> this woman is in charge of many, many lives. And that's why this matters. I don't care about that's why we don't do celebrity bullshit. I really don't care what celebrities say. This person ran 
They campaigned. They asked for your vote. And this is what they do when they get in power. And it's freaking disgusting, again, given the global backdrop of where we are now. So I want to play this clip again just to give our audience some insight into how people who are very politically active, politically motivated, political thinkers for all intents and purposes, this is what they think. And I, and I just it's just uh, it's disgusting to me. So let's just play Janice McGeechin uh, talking to some other jackass. That's <laughs> a video of of my commitment to the Idaho first policies Idaho and first. my vision for the yeah. state of Idaho and for America to these to thousands of young conservatives. I was invited mm. by Michelle Malkin. <gasps> and <gasps> so, yes, I did know who I was talking to who I was who had invited me to speak at that conference and so I don't think you know if you know who Michelle Malkin is uh-huh. she's a woman her family immigrated from the Philippines and she happens to be married to a Jewish man so um, oh. it's it's just a double speak that the illiberal left likes to talk and what? Yeah. It doesn't. We're not going to back off. We're. It's. I. I. I'm not going to back off from the opportunity to talk to other conservatives across the country about America First policies. Okay. Well, that's great. There's no other event. You hmm. can't do something at a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> you know, I talk to people all the time. You. You would be surprised how many times I find myself not at a white nationalist conference. Right. Yeah. And I talk right? to millions of people every week. Isn't that weird? But she's just trying to chat. Right. Right. She's just trying to have a good time. I mean, I. I <laughs> I sent you guys this article too. The the alt right figure who organized uh, AFPAC, this fella Nick Afuentes, he praised Putin for trying to liberate Ukraine. So mm. it's all going hand in Do hand. Do we it's- have that clip, Fernando? I can find it. Yeah, let's find that clip because I want to hear that as well. Again, elected officials, listen to what they say because they are telling you who they are, and if you don't take them seriously, we're going to end up in a similar situation. And as we're seeing right now, uh, play out in nations across uh, this world. And God knows we don't want that to occur. All right. So this is Nick Fuentes. Now he is, uh, I guess he's a white nationalist. Fernando, can you explain that to me, please? I don't know. He's uh, got is, a Latino last name. Can you be a white nationalist? Mm, maybe <laughs> Maybe he's, you know, maybe grandpa was Latino. He's over it now. Gavin McGinnis is Canadian, but he's definitely a white nationalist. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I don't think it. Yeah, it can be anybody who wants to be it. (laughs) Oh, all right. Oh, everyone's just identifying as a white nationalist now. Okay, welcome to America. Even Latinos, they're pretending to be white nationalists. They're appropriating. Gavin McGinnis, by the way, every time he talks about immigration, don't forget he's an immigrant. And as I've said before, and I'll say it again, we need a wall on the northern border. All right, let's play uh, this man who put on a festival and gosh darn it, did they show up. We continue to support Tsar Putin in the war effort. (laughs) We got an 07 in chat. We, you know, we want to just keep in mind, we want to keep our brave soldiers in the white, blue and red in our prayers and in our thoughts as they continue to liberate Ukraine from the great Satan and from the evil empire in the world, which is the United States. Fuck so, you! So, of course, Whoa. our thoughts and prayers, our hearts go out to you. The pride of the Tsar, the pride of Moscow. We continue to root for them as they liberate Ukraine. Jit Russia. Is that real? 
what the- is that real? Is he doing a character? Is I, he doing a bit? That is SNL peak. That is just peak parody. Go down yeah, to some Mike, of the did comments. Michael che, did Michael Che write that skit? <laughs> that is absolutely and utterly insane. No, that looks kind of real, Ben. That looks kind of real. But Very that's nice. That's what you're saying, though, right? It's the Republicans are now facing this war hawks on the right and your isolationists on the left. And this is how isolationists sound. They, they want to protect the red, white, and blue, but... To them, red, white, and blue is the Russian flag, not our flag. <laughs> yes, well, that's the problem. They, they're, he's taking swipes of my country, my I, country, the a- country that my grandfather fought against in World War II, my country. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's crazy. He, he's literally anti-America. That's he a- is. He's a piece of shit. That's the irony. Again, it's always just the man in the mirror where they're like, the left hates America. And maybe some right. do. Sure, whatever. This is about people who are now on the right pretending that they're so American that they hate <laughs> where America is gone. So now they're Russian? Oh, my Lord. That's the thing. That's Remember, that was something Bobart had uh, said as well, that uh, that Putin had attacked Ukraine because of the wokeness happening in America. It just it defies all logic. And, and, and Major Taylor Green, she went and spoke at this AFPAC. Uh, uh, deal. And then we all know Zelensky, of course, made a, a speech to Congress. Yes. A big old impassioned speech. Joe Manchin was playing on his phone the whole time. And I believe Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene said some other, some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, we, th- we have some sound here from my favorite news network. It's called C SPAN. And if you know that's get, a news network, Putin I, ain't touching that one. Putin's you ain't, got no one there. You ain't touching C SPAN. If you don't ever get stoned and sit there and just watch hours and hours of mm, C-SPAN, love it. Good for you. But if you do happen to do it, it is it's just you can play on your phone, play a little best fiends, play <laughs> something on your phone and then just like watch democracy in in action. In in action. Because nothing happens. Uh, unless, of course, they're debating the sun. <laughs> because we will have that debate going forward because I'm with two morning dubs. Uh, and again, I'm a night owl and I'm going to kill you guys if you make me wake up earlier. Okay. So let's play Marjorie. This is going to be a, the true civil war is literally going, going to be it's building over. up. It's it really is. Up. It's going to end this whole show. So this is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is on the House floor. And that's what gives this again. We're not just playing freaking batshit Looney Tunes people uh, that go to the Trump rallies right. or whatever rallies. This Who cares? I'm not even trying liars. to be binary with it. Batshit people exist, right? Um, but this woman has power, man. This mm-hmm. is this is Mr. Smith goes to Washington, dude. Like he would be dying right now. This is on the House floor. This is you know that there's supposed to be. Uh, I, I don't. I, Maybe I'm just a little. I'm an. I'm a son of an immigrant. I'm. I'm an immigrant. Or right. I'm a son of an immigrant. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm first gen. First gen. Yep. But there's something so sacred. I thought kind of about the House floor. I thought that was where we're supposed to go have democracy, and it's supposed to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. But um, it's really just turned into a complete and utter shit show, hasn't it? It has, and this clip is going to make everyone understand why. All right, let's play it, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Thank you. I rise today to address the House to discuss why we need to focus on our country first. We are seeing rapidly rising inflation. It's completely this out is, of control. This port, this now, is while the, in the Congress and here in the Washington bubble that's disconnected crazy. with the rest of America, that's all we're hearing is mm-hmm. potential war with Russia over the country of Ukraine. 
Ukraine is not a NATO member ally, and President Biden had told them that we would be only standing with our NATO member allies. All we're hearing on the news is Ukraine. But yet here in America, what real Americans care about is gas prices they can't afford, inflation that goes up and up to where grocery bills are unaffordable, and they're very concerned about our out-of-control open border. Crime is out of control, but yet Washington is completely disconnected and seems to care more about sending our sons and daughters to a potential war where they do not belong. So I'd like to urge my colleagues here in Congress, instead of working on a future COVID bill, spending billions of dollars on COVID that doesn't exist, let's care about our border (laughs) and let's care about working to have energy independence to lower gas prices for Americans. All right. Absolutely fantastic. And again, uh, we spend a lot of freaking money on the military. The idea of a boots on the ground war in Russia, I don't think anyone's even coming close to debating something like that, and nor would we. This is something that has to be handled within that region by the people of that region. Mm-hmm. Now, again, that being said, that doesn't mean um, that we can't help them out. Yeah, and by helping support. them out, right. I people kill people all the time in this country and around the, and around the world. I just don't understand why there's not a bullet in the brain of Vladimir Putin. Just get a sniper on him and end this dang thing already. There are many articles that Russian soldiers are starving. Now, again, I don't you take mm. everything with a massive grain of salt, mm-hmm. but I do believe in the idea, the notion, the concept that they were completely overwhelmed and completely caught by surprise when Putin is like, the game is on. The war game is over. And right. now the game is becoming reality, rather. So I do think that they are completely overwhelmed. And I just can't imagine that uh, he has... I can't imagine he has the moral support to make this thing go on for months after months after months after months, as, of course, now Kiev is uh, is under attack and they are killing civilians. They are targeting civilian targets and killing civilians because of it. There's just no way that this thing ends well uh, for Russia. And again, I don't think there's any way that this ends well for the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world. I think history is going to reflect horribly. Uh, when it, it's going to reflect horribly when it comes to um, some context and some hindsight regarding these people. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today well we mentioned ladybugs before and now we've also talked about strange bedfellows Mm -hmm. now i've always wanted to be a strange bedfellow with (laughs) lindsey graham i've always thought it would be fun i would say lindsey get these kids out of here i can't deal with all this 
Um, God oh, knows what Lindsay does in oh South Carolina. What happens in South Carolina is just something that needs to stay there. Lindsey Graham, he is uh, coming out. He said that Putin should be assassinated. Mm-hmm. This is a powerful message. Again, he's a senator. I'm not a senator. Um, and I think that's safe to say that he is taking the uh, bully pulpit within the Republican Party to call for the death of Vladimir Putin. I just wonder what the Republican lunches are like right now. It's <laughs> got to be kind of tense, don't you think? Well, it's, it gets tense because everyone's got to chew Chuck Grassley's food first before they oh, spoon feed Chuck. it to him. Still like alive. Like Chuck a baby bird. Baby Chuck bird. Grassley's still alive. I did say he was going to die this year. So, Chuck, come on now. Come on now. He's, he's, he's still going to Dairy Queen in Iowa. So don't you worry, buddy. Them chili cheese dogs will do a good trick. <laughs> and it ain't out. I want to play this clip of Lindsey Graham talking uh, about how he stands by his conversation to kill Vladimir Putin. And uh, then I want, just want to hear your responses on it. Do you still stand by your call to have Putin be assassinated? Hmm? Do you still stand by your call? Yeah, I hope he'll be taken out (laughs) one way or the other. I don't care how they take him out. I don't care if we send him to The Hague and uh, try him. I just want him to go. Yes, I'm on record. It's time for him to go. He's a war criminal. Hmm. I wish somebody had taken Hitler out in the 30s. So, yes, that Vladimir Putin is not a legitimate leader. He is a war criminal. He needs to needs to be dealt with by the Russian people. Absolutely. He's not I'm wrong. not asking to invade Russia to take him out. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking to send American ground forces in Ukraine to fight the Russian army. Mm-hmm. I am asking the Russian people to rise up and end this reign of terror for you and the world at large. Best way to take Putin out. What do you think would really get to him? I was thinking about this last night. And of course you think, oh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, do something with his butthole or something. But then a lot of times guys like this, like Roy Cohn, the Mm. lawyer for uh, Joseph McCarthy. They already do butt stuff. They already do butt stuff. Yeah, because it's not about being gay. It's about acting gay. Look at Lindsay. What would be the best way, do you guys think, satirically and seriously, to take Putin out? If it isn't, uh, if it's not just a bullet to the dome. I mean, to Lindsey Graham's point, it does, I think, need to come from within the country. And at this point, Putin has done a great job of taking out his enemies politically or putting them in jail or, you know, getting them with the old poison umbrella tip. He's done a good job of that. So this, it's very tricky. It can't be the Americans. Um, it mm-hmm. can't be China. It can't be Zelensky. I think it's got to be the Russians themselves. And by the way, good on Lindsey Graham for just pissing off the neo-Nazi wing of the Republican Party by saying Hitler, <laughs> Hitler should have been taken out right. in the 30s. I'm like, well, Lindsey, you just you just lost another five votes in your wow. own party. Wow. What, what a strange world where that's a brave stance. But Sat- go on, <laughs> Fernando. Satirically, what I want to see is I want to see Zelensky with a big paddle just banging Putin's butt, just slapping Ooh, him in the butt. You know, like, like those guys had to do at Joe's Pizza yeah, just, in, uh, yeah. in Williamsburg when the guys jumped behind the counter yeah. and then the pizza people were like, no, we got paddles. And they beat the shit out of those assholes. Yeah, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham would love to see that too. <laughs> oh, of course, it'd be a fetish for him. It'd be a big bear. Big bear paddle. Oh, <laughs> but what I what I really wanted to see, uh, what I really want to see is exactly what kind of you guys were saying. I want to see the Russian people 
deal with this. I want it. I, I truly do want this to be dealt by the Ukraine and by Russia. I don't want American soldiers there. I don't want American soldiers being killed by Russians. Absolutely I want, not. I don't want any of that. And what Candace Owens said, you know what? What I quoted last last episode. I get what she's saying. Like we're this. We're not against the Russian people. We don't. We don't hate the Russian people. We hate what. The Russian government. So, Fernando, you are a Russian. Hashtag Russian lives matter. They Russian lives do matter, but I'm not just because he's dating one. (laughs) It's 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 because it's what what the quote that's (laughs) the person that wrote to Travis, the fan that wrote to Travis. It's it's the civil. It's it's we want civility. Of course, it's always about the governments that are the problem. People are not the problem. But to the and going, but in the people who run those governments, and in Russia's case, it's oligarchs. It's exactly and his rich friends, and that is who's running that country right now. I want the Russians to eat them. I basically want to just get them run over the house and eat them. Oh, a wonderful Mm. day of the dead situation where the uh, people the I, I think my favorite way to get rid of a leader is to throw him into the crowd of people and, and they, just yes. have them tear them apart yes. that's it's what cathartic. happened to Gaddafi that's Ex- what happened to Gaddafi yeah well speaking of butt stuff whoo that is Whoa. not right that was straight up out of the movie seven what they do with that golden knife oh no but to uh, both of your points when it comes to what's going to happen inside of the Kremlin, Vladimir Putin has recently just arrested, and in order to purify his ranks, mm. he has just arrested General Roman Gavrilov, oh, and this shit. was the deputy head of the National Guard. This comes as Vladimir Putin was angry. He lashed out at, quote, traitors this week in televised remarks. This is what he told an online meeting of his cabinet. Russian people are able to distinguish between true patriots and scum and traitors and simply spit them out like a fly that flew into their mouths. (laughs) I am convinced that a natural and necessary self-purification of society will strengthen our country and Major Tyler Green is a good friend of mine. (laughs) (laughs) The last sentence, not true. However, well, I mean, he didn't actually say that, but I think that is true. But listen to that lyric. Listen to those lyrics. Ooh, wonderful, sad, <laughs> sad lyrics. Oh, oh, no. I am convinced that a natural and necessary self purification of oh, wow. society mm. will strengthen our country. That is why this That's- is one of the very rare times where a Hitler analogy isn't completely mm. out of line. That sentence is freaking horrifying. And again, any American politician Mm -hmm. that sides with the Kremlin and sides with Putin sides with that point of view that, again, society needs a natural and necessary self-purification. That is just sick. That's crazy. That reminds me of two things. First of all, the character in Dr. Strangelove, the great mm, Stanley Kubrick yes. Cold War comedy, who's talking about the purification of our precious bodily fluids. And <laughs> that's why he hates the Russians and the communists. That's when you know you're off your rocker. When purification is in your uh, vernacular and you're not talking about your water. Exactly. Right? I don't know what to tell you. And then I guess got to make this point, too, because it, it's made by other people smarter than I. But uh This is why Putin is losing right now, because he's firing qualified people. When the qualified people start to tell you things that you don't like and you fire them, that's when things start to go wrong. Mm -hmm. That's why your military, you don't have qualified people in those jobs. It's a lot like the Trump administration. When Trump would get some a qualified person and they'd tell him something he didn't want to hear, he'd fire him. But unlike the Trump administration, when you're fired, 
You go to write a book uh, and make some money off of it. Mm-hmm. And in Russia, when you're fired, you go to the firing squad yeah. and you're never heard of again. What a horrifying, horrifying thing uh, that we're seeing unfurl right in front of our eyes. And I just can't believe there's anyone who is backing someone like Vladimir Putin. It's freaking disgusting. It's, it, I don't know. It To me, he's sounding like Julius Caesar now. You know, I think he's just, he's going crazy. I think he's forgetting that people can stab you in the back. The people right next to you can well, stab you. But it also sounds like straight fear, right? I mean, this is an acid trip gone fucking crazy, yeah, dude. Like, like, this is like where it's like, I can't trust you, man. Yeah, this is you, the end you of the movie. The thing. You're out. Exactly. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. It is scary because you wonder the more isolated he gets, the more irrational he's going to be. And as we've mentioned, he has been talking a lot about nukes. Now, don't be scared mm-hmm. uh the u.s missile defense system is actually fairly solid and it's i where our money goes it is where our money goes <laughs> yeah. in many ways and i don't want to make people scared but um a out of options vladimir putin is a freaking nightmare mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he'll lash out that's what boris johnson made the point of it's that's what happened in 99 when he um when he first went into chechnya and and had to you know did the whole Trying to self-purify that region, as as he said, but he ended up killing tens of thousands of people. So, right. to your point, yeah, it's basically a, a a bad time to support Vladimir Putin. It's a good time, especially again for this show, if you're an American politician, to support the Ukrainians with whatever they need to do to defeat the Russians in their own country. And speaking of supporting uh, Vladimir Putin. Senator Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin. Oh, that's a, are you familiar with that state there, Ben? I love that state. I love the cheese. I love the beer backer with the Bloody Mary, and I love the people. Also, you can get a house for negative $150. Bag of corn. I love it. That's Iowa. Oh, wrong Don't state. be statist. Oh, my God. He said the, um, no, Wisconsin has cheese and Wisconsin's milk. Wisconsin's cheese. It's dairy corn. Oh, my cow. God. Wow. And, o- and Ohio is Buckeyes. That's a poison nut, but no one, <laughs> no one likes those. So Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin, uh, he to say that he loves Putin is an understatement. Mm-hmm. And to say Russia, that now he, he is uh, he's trying to, I don't know, wiggle his way out of his bizarre relationship with him. I, kind of, but also kind of not because he's not blaming himself or uh, Trump's foreign policy, or hey, you can even go back to Obama in 2014 if you want to. I don't care. Uh, there's some rationale to criticizing him as well in this situation, without a doubt. This man loves Putin so much, he spent Independence Day. day. Was it our Independence Day or <laughs> yes, Russia's Independence no, our Day? our Independence so Day. So he spent July 4th, I believe, what was it, 2018? Correct. With Putin. <laughs> In what? Moscow. If that Moscow. isn't getting how do you do not get reelected in America? You just don't. You are one of the hundred most powerful people in America, a.k.a. then the world. And you're going to take the greatest holiday in America. July 4th and Halloween. Those are my two favorites. They're, they're, it's big. Those are big. You're going to take that day and not remember all of the fallen soldiers, not remember the Independence Day that, you know, the, not not remember the the uh, all of the wonderful cliches that I will hold on to simply because I love the American idea. Mm-hmm. No, instead, you take a little plane ride over to go stroke the weird dome of Vlad. What's you going know, on? How many 
uh, July 4th barbecues did he have to cancel and say no to? I mean, how many? Right? He probably wasn't invited to any. No. He's like, you know, if you don't invite me to any, then I'm going to go. I'm going to see Putin. I'm going to Russia. It's just absolutely insane that this person is empowered. This is what Johnson told Fox News. Oh, I don't think Vladimir Putin would have moved on Ukraine if it weren't for the weakness displayed, certainly by the Biden administration, but by the West in general. Again, just qualify that in your head. So Putin wouldn't have moved on Ukraine if it wasn't for the weakness displayed by the Biden administration and the West in general. What does it even mean? What, what does that mean? It's the same thing that that Bobert was trying to say that that the that the Biden administration is at fault for what Putin is doing. That Putin sees the weakness and Biden is like, oh, now he can get away with it. That's what he's saying. But keep in mind, Ron Johnson also voted against Ukrainian aid, billions and billions again, our taxpayer dollars. So we can have different ideas on how that gets spent. But obviously, at this point, this was a bipartisan deal. It was a multi-billion-dollar yeah. uh, arms package to help defend Ukraine because a lot of people saw the writing on the wall. And Ron Johnson voted against it. And then he also went and hung out uh, with Putin on the holiest of all American holidays. <laughs> Again, if you bleed red, white, and blue, you got to tell me which flag you're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. So he goes on to say, of course, he was talking to Fox at this point, Fox News. He says, I'm certainly hoping that Colonel Vinman, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, who used re- Ukraine as a pawn in their impeachment travesty. Mm-hmm. Of course, what he's referring to there is the right. um, uh, was not not black the perfect male, call, the, the perfect, perfect call, call and mm-hmm. uh, call. basically Trump said that he was going to give some aid he was to deny, Ukraine if well, he was going the, to deny Ukraine's aid for unless they provided Hunter Biden's laptop. Yes, exactly. So, so yes, which turns out was just at a shop somewhere in Dover. <laughs> yes, and that's Boston. a whole other situation and we can talk about Hunter at some point. I don't know. He's the son of a senator. Breaking news. He's all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good lord. I mean, I don't just don't give a crap. But if anyway, we're, if we're going to talk about Hunter Biden, then we're going to talk about Trump's three kids and how much he sure. hired and paid him for it. I'm just saying, we got to give both sides. We whatever. Gotta. It just does not matter. It's all a smokescreen. Exactly. But I think it, the most interesting thing is he mentions the impeachment because mm-hmm. obviously this is personal for him. And uh, although I don't even particularly care for the impeachments, I think the Democrats kind of took their eye off the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, again, they need to focus on bread and butter issues mm-hmm. if they want to hold on to the house the senate and obviously the white house is not up at this moment but 2014 i hate to break it to everybody but it's right around the freaking corner so he goes on to say uh who used ukraine as a pawn in their impeachment travesty are also recognizing and reflecting about how they weakened ukraine weakened the west weakened america by the divisive politics that they play there is so much blame to go around but in terms of atrocities the fall square solely solely squarely (laughs) <laughs> on the shoulders of Vladimir Putin and his cronies. So this is um, an interesting situation where, again, they are saying, what about ism? Well, yeah, there's some problems in Russia, but what about when the Dems were mean? Mm. And it's Good like, grief. man, stop being such. I'm going to stay. I'm stealing the term. A snowflake. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, this is just, you can't trade American hot dogs for borscht on Independence Day, Ron Johnson. All right. I, I've, again, this is what gives me the semblance of one of my predictions that the Democrats are going to take back the Senate. And that's, it's because of senators like Ron Johnson. He came in in the Tea Party wave of 2010. He got reelected in the Trump wave of 2016. Now, what do you do? 
because it's all coming to a head. And if the Democrats in Wisconsin can run a semi-qualified competitive candidate, that seat's going blue. And Ron Johnson, he's got a lot of freaking money. Uh, don't forget, he was also behind the Foxconn deal, which is one of the biggest scams in American mm. history. It hurt Wisconsin so much. No jobs created, and they're just living there for free. So it's so nice to have welfare for corporations. Mm. Isn't that great? Mm. All right. Well, just lastly, let's just, again, just to kind of depict where America is right now. <laughs> this is Sean Hannity, <laughs> and he this. is talking about uh, if Ukraine defeats Russia – it will be in spite of Joe Biden, which I just don't. I don't know anyone, anyone, Bueller. Um, all right. So let's just play <laughs> this clip. And again, if your brain put duct tape over your head. So when your brain explodes, it can stay together <laughs> and uh, you'll leave a prettier corpse. <laughs> right. But first, we begin with Biden's feckless policy as it relates to the war on Ukraine waged by Vladimir Putin. He dragged his feet on major sanctions. He dragged his feet on blocking <laughs> so Russian he's not oil going far imports. Enough. He dragged his feet on sending the aid, the lethal aid needed by Ukraine. He dragged his feet on resupplying <laughs> Ukraine's army with ammo, javelins, stingers, air defense systems. He wants it and always. Now he's dragging his feet on the MiG-29 fighter jets that Ukraine desperately needs that Poland wants to give them. He vetoed it. As a result, Ukraine is now struggling to defend its skies and thousands of innocent civilians are now being murdered with Russian bombs every single day that Joe Biden is dithering and waiting means more innocent men, women and children. All will right. Die. How many more men? And coming up next, we have Marjorie Taylor Greene right, uh, to yeah, tell so- us what she thinks uh, live <laughs> exactly. from AFPAC. Right. And uh, followed by uh, Ron Johnson to uh, not talk about at all why he voted against the Ukrainian aid. Uh, but uh, go right ahead. Uh, Joe Biden, he's the problem. You know, you get the feeling that the Keurig machine, of course, the uh, the coffee maker that Sean Hannity called for a boycott, and then he realized that they, uh, they, <laughs> uh, sponsors. they sponsor his show, so then he had to take the boycott away. Uh, you get the feeling that Sean is getting some phone calls from, you know, all of his people, all of the people that support him. Be like, can you just please just try to try to, like, change it a little bit? And then he's like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's just he's riding the line real nice right now, though, because he's not so he's not pathetic. doing anti Ukraine stuff, but he's still doing anti Biden stuff. It's like, right. He's like a like those little the slow brain, the brainwashing of people who just slowly consume all day. And then they don't realize that he's just speaking on both sides of his mouth. Do you smell that, Ben? Those are it's gas. Mm. We're being gaslit. Whoa! <laughs> God, give me a match to blow this thing up. <laughs> All right. So February 24th, 2022, Russia began its military invasion in Ukraine. And uh, we have been covering it ever since then. Again, from the American perspective, if uh, you know, we have a chance to vote these people out. I know it's it's not uh, it's not ideal, necessarily not uh, when you some places like California, you vote and you almost feel like your vote doesn't matter. Same with New York and same way <sighs> in Alabama or right. Arkansas. Um, but there are places in this country, like Wisconsin, that I believe now Wisconsin taking over the mantle of Ohio is purple uh, before it was the blue wall. And now it can go either way. But please, God, people like Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, they need to go. Let's get rid of them. They're trash. All right. Anything else, boys? Mm, I I want to say every time I hear that your vote doesn't matter, 
because I hear that a lot, especially with people I talk to. I try to remember that there's places where their vote really doesn't matter, like North Korea or mm. Russia. And then when you tell people, is that what our country's like? Because that's when your vote doesn't matter. That's what your country will turn into. Absolutely. So I just, you know, you say it, you say, we say it, we say it so casually, but the reality is our votes really do matter. Powerful. Final words to Fernando. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 